0: Yeah. Um, I think the secret there is mainly in uh, in how fast we're able to iterate through different kinds of animations. So we have a system where the robot is really robust. So if you try something out, the robot falls over, it's not a problem. The robot, you just pick it up and, and go right back to work. Very rarely does anything break. Um, and so you have this kind of freedom in how you're designing the animation. And then we have a bunch of people in the loop looking at that animation. And we're also we also designed the robot to be fairly modular, so if we want to add a degree of freedom, take away a degree of freedom, this is helping us. This is not helping us. We can do that pretty quickly, and so that system of being able to rapidly change the robot, rapidly try out the animations, is where I think a lot of that, uh, where you, how we were able to arrive at something that looked smooth, and and uh, and empathetic, and interesting, and human because that's, that's where I think the magic is because the actual robot is really simple and there's almost no sensing going on. Um, we're just recording joint angles. You know, there's, uh, there's not really any autonomy. Um, we're, uh, playing back pre-recorded uh, motor positions. Um, and we've found, uh, sequences that are self-stabilizing so that, um, we don't have to, uh, do complicated balancing or, or really, uh, do, uh, feedback. We can just run the motion forward and it's, uh, in a stable part of the dynamics so that it can happen repeatedly. Um, and so if the motion looks good, it's mainly because we have had to develop these, uh, these animation we've, we've had this style of animation that, uh, that lets us move really quickly. And and to support that, we've also had to develop tools that allow us to really quickly try out new animations, change animations, and,
1: uh, and get things looking, uh the way that we want them to look yeah i'd say that was maybe one of the most groundbreaking things that we had learned when we started doing this early on is that if you try to program a robot using the 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 standard methods for doing this you'll almost never get to where we needed to go we uh we realized that we have to have a much faster method for developing animations so that we can try something out we can tweak it we can try it again and we can in the course of a day have already developed you know a few animations that are complex but we did them in a short period of time because we can we can actually iterate that fast and, and as soon as we think okay we, you know we're using our this tool that our 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 guys on our team had had designed specifically for doing this kind of work we realize that oh well let's add something else because wouldn't it be great to be able to animate this robot in this different way, this different process for animation. And then, uh, uh our guys will, will quickly jump on it and work that out and they'll come up with their own. And part of it's out of almost necessity. Like they'll find themselves like, Hey, you know, they want to, you know, one guy will want to work late one night and, uh, he'll be animating a robot and then realize he can't you know, be over here touching, you know, typing things on his keyboard and holding up this robot with one hand, that's almost like a limp noodle, you know, and then having to just try to move things into position. So he'll develop this, the, a, a tool for being able to uh, animate this robot by himself, single-handedly. And then we'll realize, Oh, well, that speeds everything up. So let's go ahead and, you know, and, and, and work with that. And then something else will come up and they'll be like, Oh, there's another neat way that we can animate because some of it just comes out of necessity. But the bottom line is we always want to do things as fast as we can because it's this this long track of exploration to find the animations that resonate the most with us.